When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is The Bird Show. I was just telling Abby in studio, as the words were coming out of my mouth, now I'm wondering if it's ethical or not. Okay. I'm kind of borrowing a neighbor's cat because okay. I don't want the commitment of owning one. <laughs> They're not much commitment. As somebody who owns a cat and loves the fact that she's kind of like a roommate who just sort of eats <laughs> like this, this is the food that I leave out for her. It's very low maintenance. Like how long can you, she go without you? The longest I've left her is probably about four or five days. Wow. She's obsessed with me. So I feel a little guilty if I leave her, if I leave her for too long. Yeah. But I think I could probably go a week. Really? I don't, I don't mm-hmm. dislike cats. I just like dogs more. Okay. They're codependent. I like that. Makes me feel important. Whereas, <laughs> you need to feel needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, my emotional unavailability is perfect for this because a dog will get too close to me. I'll be like, mm, this is a lot. Right. This feels like a lot of commitment. And I've always <laughs> said, like, cats, like, they'll rub up on you and love on you when they want to, but then when you turn your back, if they could, they would flip you off. Right? Absolutely not. My cat is obsessed with me. You don't know that? As soon as you turn your back, she's like, mm. Yeah, but, but at, least, at least she makes me think that she's obsessed with me. There you go. So we have... And again, this is the first time I haven't had a pet in 25 years. Um, So this cat came by last night and I'm like, oh, the cute cat, even though I don't really like cats, at least it's something. So (laughs) (laughs) Better than nothing. We're outside in the backyard playing some wiffle ball and this cat struts through and is like, hey, what's up, you guys? So I'm like, oh, you're kind of cool. So I went upstairs and I gave it some salmon (laughs) and the cat is like, oh, you cool. And I'm like, you're cool too. So now I'm wondering, I'm pretty sure the cat will keep coming around. But is that unethical to sort of, I'm renting this Lord, cat. You're luring. I'm luring the cat. It's not coming in my house, but it's hanging out and I'm borrowing the cat. I mean, a little bit of salmon and you're going to be attracting a lot of different things, but that cat will be back. Cassie was just telling us that she used to leave out food for stray cats and that went horribly wrong. Yeah, I grew up with cats and so we had one come out around our yard and I love them. So we uh, got some some cat food for it because it was showing up so much. We left it out on the <laughs> like a little front porch and on our ring camera we saw this black cat we called him shadow come up and eat the um the food and then a little later we got a notification we're like damn shadow poor thing is real hungry giant rat <laughs> and then we got another <laughs> notification later that night and we're like what is going on giant possum oh! and then a raccoon <laughs> all eating this food it looks like the animals got bigger and bigger and bigger and that was the last time we fed that stray cat uh. <laughs> All right, Cassie, what did TikTok teach us about our personalities this week? It is called the Forest Test, and it is a type of psychoanalytic test that focuses on the importance of relationships and their influence on your well-being. So it's like relational therapy. So there are six questions. I love these so much, by the way. I do, too. And they have a lot of credibility. 
because it is TikTok. Duh. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Definitely from like, this one came straight from Freud, actually. I'm kidding. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm going to ask you each question. And then after, usually I'll give you all the questions mm-hmm. and tell you at the end. This one has um, a lot to think about. So I'm going to tell you after each question what it means. Okay. okay? And the end result tells us what about ourselves? It just each question will reveal something about yourself. And it's a way of getting thoughts and emotions to the surface that maybe you've repressed or you've not thought about mm-hmm. that aren't super obvious. Okay. All right. You'll see when we start going. So you're walking through a forest. Who is by your side? And go ahead and answer. I mean, like you can say I'm, it out loud. Yeah, I, I'm alone. You're alone? Uh-huh. Uh, I wrote down my fiance, Tiffany. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Smokey the Bear. Smokey the Bear? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, my mother was the first person who popped in my head. All right. The person you're walking through the forest with is supposed to be the most important person in your life. Oh, how about that? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Is, is you? Yeah. 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 Okay. That's cool. You can love yourself that sure. much. I yeah, think that's absolutely. cool. Yeah. And Abby, it sounds like you need to find somebody. <laughs> the a, well, the most important person in your life is fictional and does not exist. Oh, just, Honestly, accurate. <laughs> it just gets more sad and more sad. <laughs> All right. You come across an animal. What animal do you see and how do you interact with it? Like, what do you do? Do you run away? Do you attack it? I came across a deer. Okay. And I just admired it from afar. All right. Uh, uh, I came across a dog and got down on a knee and started petting it. Well, that's cute. I also came across a deer, but I ran away from it. Uh, It was a tiger for me and I froze and said, do what you want. (laughs) (laughs) The size of the animal is indicative of the size of your current problems (laughs) and how you interact it shows how with it shows how you deal with those problems. (laughs) If it's a passive interaction, you're thought to be less confrontational and maybe are avoiding some problems. But if you face the animal head on or interact with it, then you're not afraid to face hardship and deal with it. Moses was a tiger and he was like paralyzed by fear. Uh, I gave yeah. up. You got problems. problems and I give up, man. <laughs> Life take me already. <laughs> you come across a house. How big is it? And is there a fence? What does it look like? All right. So it's, it's, there's no fence. Um, it's a cute, quaint little cottage. <laughs> Um, yeah, and it's got, like, cobblestone. It's like it was built in the 1800s, so it's got, like, really good old charm and character. Uh, mine is just the opposite. It's a really big modern house on a hill with no fence. All right. I think Kristen and I are in the same forest because I pictured a sweet little, like, maybe it's not like a cottage, but, like, a small a small house with a nice little river rolling behind it. Oh, very Ooh. nice. Mm. Uh, a really big, nice home, kind of older. Maybe like the Home Alone home is oh. the way I could best describe it. That's what I saw. The size of the house is representative of the size of your current ambition. Whether or not it's got a fence is worth noting because it's an indicator of how open you are to new things. So if it doesn't have a fence, you're super open to new things. If it's got a fence, maybe you're a little closed off right now and you're guarded. Um, the style of the house is indicative of kind of what you want to pursue at this moment in life. So if it's quaint and cute, maybe you want to be more of a homebody or just chill out. And if it's super modern, then you want to go for things. And if it's a really big, rich person house, then you want to make a lot of money. <laughs> you go in, You go inside. There's a table. What's on it? Um, mine was a kitchen table with a bunch of plate settings. Like, you know, before you eat, all the settings are on the table, but there's nobody around the table. It's just like the dishes and forks and knives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
but they're all very neat. Um, I, I pictured like walking into my house and like there's this little side table and there's a bunch of like old family portraits. Okay. I have a long dining room table with a runner down the middle, flowers in the middle and two wine glasses on either side. One for you, one for uh, Smokey the Bear. <laughs> <laughs> he likes a good <laughs> uh, I saw a nice dining room set marble like table with nothing on it. If your answer for what was on the table did not include food, people, or flowers, then you're not as content as you could be right now. The style of how the table is set up is indicative of how you feel about your life. So if it's neat and orderly, you feel like your life is neat and orderly. (laughs) If stuff is just thrown (laughs) haphazardly, you feel like your life is a little bit in chaos. Interesting. I'm empty. (laughs) (laughs) You walk out of the house and into the garden and find a cup. What does it look like and what do you do with it? Pimp call. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. So what I am picturing, it's like a, uh, a a glass tumbler. So a shorter tumbler, but it's um that uh, milk glass. So okay. it's like a a creamy creamy white, and it's that like an antique glass. Ooh. Interesting, uh, especially because I'm really not drinking nearly as much as I used to. But mine was like a martini glass. Okay, I found a teacup, and I'm gonna go in the back of the of the little cottage and go in the river and have a nice have myself a nice glass of water. I saw like a white styrofoam paper cup type of thing, and I really hope it's Hennessy in it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care about the environment at all. Do no. you? Not- if you imagine the material of the cup is something hard and durable, then this represents your perceived durability of your relationship with the person that you walked through the forest with. <laughs> Bro, yours is styrofoam. <laughs> I don't like this game, man. Fo- foam, paper, and glass are considered delicate, but metal and plastic are durable. Huh. Oh, what no. you do with the cup is representative of your disposition towards the person. So Abby would drink up from the cup of Smokey the Bear. Okay. <laughs> Made Smokey the Bear on thin ice. Basically means she'd be super open with it. Um, and final question. Just outside the garden, there's a body of water. What does it look like? And you have to cross it to get home. So how do you get across it? Uh, it's a big, beautiful lake, and there's a bridge that goes from one side to the other. Hmm. Mine was a small creek. And how do you get across I just walk across on the on the stones. I on the water. Them. You're just walking on the I'm water. I'm walking on water. <laughs> no, I, I just like, yeah, there's little stones that you can walk on because it's not, it's not overflowing. So are you getting wet or you're just... No, I'm not getting wet. I'm just walking okay. on the stones to get across. Mine was like one of those streams of water where I could just jump to the other side. Okay. Mine's that river behind the cottage and I'm going to look for a way around it. All right. It's thought that the body of water is representative of the size of your desire for sex and love. If you're prepared to wade in and get yourself soaked. I'm done with this game. Y'all need to think a little bit. (laughs) If you're going to get yourself soaking wet, it's supposed to indicate the relative importance of love and sex in your life. If you only dip your toe in or you cross the water on a raft or a bridge or cobblestones, then you don't prioritize it as much in your life. doesn't mean you don't want it. It's Uh just not a priority right now. Okay. Wow. Y'all think about that for the next five. (laughs) (laughs) This is The Bird Show.